You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou, the one-on-one series. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. Hey, everybody. This is Omar, and I'm here to tell you about a couple of events that we put on. The first one is the Triple Crown Series. It's a three-race series at three different locations. The first one is on a Sunday, September 17th at Benelli Park, and that one is called the InCycle Hammer Time. Round number two is also on Sunday, October 1st at South Hills Park in Glendora. That one is called Nobby Time. And the series finale is also on a Sunday, October 29th, and that one is at Mount Sac, the Fat Tire Classic. All those three races, you got to collect points in order for you to be eligible for the overall series champ. You got to do all three races. If you win the series championship, you get yourself a free championship jersey so you can sport throughout the years. Our other event is called the Turn and Burn Six Hour Mountain Bike Marathon. That one is held on a Saturday, October 21st at Benelli Park in San Dimas. This event is a little bit different. It's a six hour marathon. You can run this solo. You can hook up with a teammate. You could run a men's team, women's team, or a co-ed. And we also have a true beginner three-person class, so you can run that as men, women, or co-ed. The idea is to turn as many laps as you can, as fast as you can, in six hours. You have to complete your last lap by 3 p.m. The race starts at 9 a.m. For more info on both of these events, you can go to www.triplecrownseries.com. If you have any questions, you can email me at 411.cec at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. we got two pages, Triple Crown Series and also Cycle Events Company, and we post updates for pre-rides so we can show you the courses of these events. All right, you guys, hope to see you out there. What's up, guys? We interrupt your music to bring you Beyond the Bike with myself, Big Lou. I'm your host. Welcome. It's a 7.30 show, and tonight we got a kind of a show uh, on top of a show deal. We got Brenton Ong, Uncle B. He's uh, part of the uh, the race team I, I manage, and he is uh, a beer aficionado. And uh, tonight's show is BS with Uncle B. That would be Beers and Spirits with Uncle B. And back in the studio once again is jake from state farm what's up jake from state farm? <laughs> not too much big lou happy to be here <laughs> thanks man in khakis and all khakis and all <laughs> fit in the fit in the picture yeah so if you guys want to uh, sh- uh send us uh, any questions about beer or bikes or whatever uh you guys can go to hits101radio.com and then uh you'll see a little link there says contact live on air fill that out send it in and we'll answer the question so we're going to break it down tonight we're going to be talking about beer and spirits, but I think tonight's mainly beer, right, Uncle B? That's right. That's right. All right, man. What, 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 first, let's uh, let's get to know Uncle Uncle B. B. What are you all about, man? All right, all right. Well, hey, everyone, welcome. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, the uh, the first <laughs> the first BS with Uncle B. I am 
Uncle B coming at you live from, from the coast, hips, of Mesa. coast of Mesa, California. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, this show uh, really, you know, I don't claim to be a beer expert. But we, we will be bringing some some beer experts, some brewmasters, right? We will. We will. I've already been in some communications. Uh, we've got some folks from Docent Brewery down in San Juan Capistrano. Okay. Um, Tustin Brewing Company, mm-hmm. you know, who is a proud sponsor of the Path Bike Shop. Okay. So right there, the race team. Yep. And then uh, Beyond the Bike uh, sponsor is Sismontane Brewery in Santa Ana. So that's shout right. out to those guys. Shout out to Sismontane. Can't wait to get some of them on the uh, on the uh, the show and uh, learn some things about beer. So, yeah. So a little about me. Yes, sir. Yeah. So. Uh, Where were you born? What <clears throat> you about, man? Ooh, born and raised. Whittier, raised in the 626 Roland Heights, if anybody knows where the heck that is. <laughs> <laughs> Got some good Asian food, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I found some pretty good Asian food in, in uh, Huntington Beach, man. It's called Gongs. It's Chinese food. Pretty pretty authentic. Pretty authentic. Wait, yeah. are you serious? You, yeah. You, yeah, you don't realize that that's my uncle. Gong? I swear to God. No. Gong way. is Restaurant? my uncle. Gong, right next to the uh, post office over there in Huntington Beach. On Warner? Yeah. That's your uncle? I swear. Yeah. Oh my. He got Uncle right. B and Uncle Gong. All right, guys. Right. If you guys want some hookups on some Chinese food, it might be day old Chinese food. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Just because he's got a B grade, <laughs> told me that. That's go how you know up, it's good. Go, go hit up Uncle Gong. Gongs. Chinese food. Gong Wong. His last Gong, name is Gong Wong. Wong. Okay. Gong Wong. Yeah. Actually, he sold it though. He doesn't. He doesn't. Oh w- man! See, thinking, you got the listeners all like ready to go oh, over there and buy up. some Chinese food. Hey, you said the name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember how quality that food was back in the day. Pretty damn good, man. It is good. Yeah. And I'm glad that you've been there. Yeah. All right, That's man. Nice. That's nice. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, raised up in the hills over Rolling Heights. You know, we always started riding bikes as kids. You know, okay. just going around on uh, hit up your buddy. Actually, you wouldn't you wouldn't hit up you would you wouldn't text. You would actually ride your bike over to his house, knock on his door, and say, "Hey, is, is JD home?" Oh, oh no. Okay, I guess I'll ride <laughs> yeah. back home. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was it. We can. That comes up. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shaking in your boots. He's in a wife beater. And, uh, <laughs> probably got a beer. Probably a Coors Light or something, or some. Original chords in his hand. Banquet. Oh, banquet. Banquet. He Champagne was a, he was a beers. Dave Hogan was a banquet man. <laughs> Which I'll tell you, Brenton Ong is not a banquet man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uncle B is not a banquet man. Okay. No, 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 no. But shoot, I mean, I like to ride bikes. I like to drink beer. Okay. You know, and those two go hand in hand, I think. So, <clears throat> do you remember your first beer? Were you, were you of legal age? I was not of legal age, Ooh. and uh, I'm sorry, Mom, if Mom? you're out there listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, blame, J- blame James Rose for that Miller Genuine draft. Ooh. Damn, bro, you just ratted him out. Damn right. You heard that, James? <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. But it tasted like crap. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. it. I guess beer is like somewhat of an acquired taste for some people, you know? Alcohol in general. Mm. Alcohol in general. It's only until they came out with those, you know, the the Smirnoff ices and and all the, that. The like, sugar and sugar. liquor. Yeah. yeah, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke. <laughs> That's all it is. Sugar, <laughs> sugar and sugar. But after about one, two, fifteen, you know, they just like start all to taste the same. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it tastes like at that point. <laughs> yeah, because you just know you're going to be in for a hangover tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that was when I was younger. So right. no, no hangovers. <laughs> They're getting worse as I get older, though. Yeah. So you got you got a little list to break down. What are we going to talk about tonight? Man? Yeah, you know we're going to talk about um, 
a few beers. We've got a couple beers in the studio tonight that we're enjoying. You know, mm-hmm. who, what would a, a radio show about beer be without uh, some beers, some libations in front of us? So, what do we got? What'd you bring in? Uh, you know, a couple couple basic ones. But uh, you know, I just drove up the other day, had the day off, took a good cruise up PCH from my home in Aliso Viejo up to Long Beach. Um, it's a bigger brewery, Ballast Point. I know mm-hmm. you guys have all heard of it. I've, um, been, I've been to that one. It's pretty nice. It's a great location. It's, that's a huge facility, man. It really is. Two stories right on the water. Yeah, I've had my birthday dude, there. It's really nice. nice. Really good stuff. You know, and they, they get a, a couple brews that you can really only get there. Um, they'll bring some up from uh, the San Diego ones. Uh, so some good stuff there. Uh, but I've, I've got a basic, a simple, one of the, the classics called Big Eye IPA. You can get this anywhere. Okay. Um, but still one of my favorites. You know, not their biggest beer. Their biggest beer is undoubtedly Sculpin. Okay. Everybody's heard of Sculpin, but I, I like the uh, the California Colch or Colch mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how it's pronounced. Colch. Colch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. I like that one. You like it on the lighter side. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, you know, when it comes to beers, I'm 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 a sour guy, so I like sour beers. I don't know. I guess, Uncle B, you're saying that that's kind of like the end thing nowadays or what? The sour know, beers? For the last few years, you know, sours have been really, uh, really blowing up. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a different taste. It's exactly for, for those who haven't had it. You know, mm. it's exactly can, what it is. Can you describe what, uh, what it's all about, the sour beers? Well, the biggest difference in a, in a sour beer is, is really the tartness and the sourness. And, you know, that comes from bacteria and wild yeast. Right. Um, there's a bunch of different ones that now, they have. Now they use what, uh, like whiskey barrels or like wine barrels, and they and they what do they ancient yeah. ferment them? I yeah, mean, so they're fermented. So okay. they're fermented. So it uh, <clears throat> usually takes a little longer, a little longer of a brewing process, mm-hmm. uh, the ferment- fermentation process, I should say. Um, but it, it gives you that really distinct flavor. I mean, some some people add uh, fruits, uh, so you get that kind of flavor to it. Um, flowers, even. Um, you know, and uh, so it really takes on a, a flavor that you really don't get from a lot of the, you know, the straight hopped up IPAs mm. or the uh, the sweeter uh, stouts, porters, all things like that. Mm. So, Jake yeah. from State Farm. Uh, so you're 20? 20. 20 years old? 20 and 51 weeks old. <laughs> How many seconds? 51 weeks and approximately uh, we're going on 39 seconds, 40 <laughs> seconds right now. Please tell me that when you were 20 and a half, you told everyone that you were 20 and a half. Uh, you know, I kind of lost track of time. I, I don't remember. When was I 20 and a half? A couple months ago. <laughs> I don't recall, but I'm, I'm not familiar with beer almost at all. You know, I know. I mean, are, are you looking forward to... Uh Drinking, yeah, the, yeah, and uh, actually, that's kind of one thing. I, uh, I mean, when you're old enough to drink, which is <laughs> what next week, next week, next Thursday. All um, right. Yeah, I actually was planning on going to Oktoberfest for uh, oh, for my okay. 21st with you're my mom. Go out, well, you're gonna go at the bang, dude. <laughs> yeah, but um, guns are blazing, bro. <laughs> yeah, I ended up leaning away to that because it's actually Oktoberfest. I think was actually like last week or something. Okay. It's right before October. So you already missed out. Already missed out. And I, my dad told me he travels a lot. He told me I could get a, a plane ticket wherever I wanted using his miles from, uh, from traveling. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I, that was the original plan was to go to Oktoberfest. In and, Munich? Yeah. Yeah. And do it right and kind of have that experience as my, f- you know, being 21. Going. Yeah, but over there in Europe, I think you, what do you got to be like? 12? Yeah, yeah. You, you you just have to be able to walk to the bar and look over the <laughs> look over the bar, yeah, and then crawl home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I not that uh, 
I couldn't think of anything else really in Germany that I wanted to see in particular. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff there, but Formula One, that Nür- Nürburgring or something like that. You yeah, know, track and the, out there. the Autobahn and Autobahn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff, but I we ended up going with Italy, so I'll be leaving two weeks from today okay. to go to Italy. So you got plans for your first beer? That's what I kind of wanted to talk about when we when we got on air here. I want to. I don't know what I want for my first drink. Oh, man, yeah. that is a great question. That, that is right. a first, first legal drink. First legal <laughs> sure. drink. All right, guys, you guys are listening to Hits101Radio.com. Go on the website and <laughs> go to the contact live on air link and send in your suggestion for Jake from State Farm. What beer he should consume <laughs> wow oh, that's a life-changing event right there right. you guys are really playing a part in, in this young man's life pivotal moment pivotal lou what was you remember what, no. was, what was yours no oh, man i don't remember bro you know like i said i'm i'm more no. of a more of a whiskey kind of a guy but you know if, if it goes to beer a sour um i do you know maybe because i'm i'm hooked up with cismontane that i go there and you know it's the one i really liked was that it was called professor perea and then they had the Belligerent Bradley, which is really good, which was both sour beers. And they only make a certain certain amount, and then once they're out, they're out. You know, so they, they make another batch. And I, I was just there today, picked up some beers, uh, California Lager, and um, they gave me a sample of their latest uh, sour. I just can't remember what it's called. And I was like, that's ah, pretty good. But you, you, like, you, just, you just find this one sour beer that, you know, it just everything kind of flows together. You're like, Ooh. It works. This is this is it right here, man. It's like it, it's like it's almost like apple juice, like yeah. you know, with the fizz. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? It's like I can like, drink this hot or cold. It don't matter. You know what I mean? Like in England, I guess that's their customary warm beer. Warm beer, right? It's, it's not actually as warm as a lot of people think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It, I just read this the other day. It's actually around room temperature, around seventy two, roughly. Yeah, that's that's warm beer, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's for somebody. It's not like, hot. That's for like somebody babysitting their beer, and they're just kind of like just, just just talking, you know what I mean? And they don't really want to drink. It's like, dude, come on, drink your beer, dude. Like, don't be a base. You know, might as well just put a, a passive. I mean, uh, what do you call that? A, a bottle, a bottle, a little uh, nipple on it, a little nipple on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, see, and, and me, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a sour fan. Yeah, you know, I'm on the other side of the spectrum, along with a lot of people. You know, recently is is. They need them hops, you know. I, I love. I want to be slapped in the face with hops, you know. Not floral, you know, not too citrusy. I like a nice balance, but I just can't get into the sours, and that's uh, that's why I wanted to talk about them. Like, I know Lou. I knew you're a fan. What what what, what I, about it? I don't know, dude. I you know I, I was Cismontane Brewery, and you know they have a big screen there, right? You know, I mean not a screen, but they have like a they use like reclaimed wood or whatever, and, and it kind of gives you a breakdown on what they have on tap. And um, I'm like, what's, you know, they, I was like, let me try some of the beers. And, you know, they give you like a little sample. And I'm like, all right, nah, nah. You know, they had like a double a double IPA. I was like, nah, I'm not about that, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, they give me a sour. I'm like, what's this? You know, and tells you the percentage of alcohol. And, you know, and I was like, this is, this is my beer here. This is what I want. So ever since then, like, that's kind of what I like. Um, sour beers. I mean, everybody's. Everybody's different, you know. Uh, we were up there, uh, up in Mendocino, NorCal, mm-hmm. for a, for a mountain bike race uh, in a few months ago, and we came down Santa uh, Santa Rosa, 
you know, that's Russian River. There's like a brewery up there, and you know, you know that uh, Pliny Pliny the Elder Pliny the Elder is like super rare down here. It's the you know, and, and when you give that beer to somebody. They know that you 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 love them. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm so, a, yeah. so and down here, like you go to a, a high time wine cellar down in Costa Mesa, it's a one beer limit. You know, one bottle and that's it. You know, not unless you get the hookup, uh, Dan. Dan Williams. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm new. Go back and edit this. <laughs> so Dan, the man, works down there. He's a uh, he's like a wine buyer down there, but he's got the hookup. Um, but up up north, dude, like, I went to, I don't know, I, I forgot what, uh, I forgot what store I was at. But it's like one of those, like, fancy stores, whatever. And they, you know, I went online and there they had it there. Went into the store, the grocery store, and I had to ask for it. And, you know, I was like, hey, dude, like, I'm traveling from here. And I was like, can you hook me up? He's like, well, how many do you want? I'm like, oh, just give me four. So he's like, no problem, dude. Boom. Wow. You know, got me hooked up. And then the lady up front, she's like, Wait a minute! It's like, and the guy's like, "Oh, it's cool." I'm like, "Oh, all right." See, I got hooked up. But it's like some of these awesome beers that are hard to get down here. It's like people up there are like can just go get them, no problem. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you've ever encountered a beer where you, you know you have to kind of go somewhere to travel to get it, and then when you come back, you're like, "Man, that's probably one of the best beers I've had." Yeah, actually, yeah. It's funny is when I first started drinking beer, like real beer, Mm. I should say. You know, it was actually funny. It was Mammoth Brewing Company. Okay. You know, my parents have been taking me up there since I've been one years old camping, camping and fishing. And uh, when I turned 21, my dad took me to the brewery. And... uh, and I've always loved it. My first, the first real beer I ever liked, I remember to this day, it's uh, their Mammoth Double Nut Brown. Okay. Mm. So chocolatey, malty. Mm. You know, I don't drink it as much anymore. My t- my tastes have changed, but uh, just brought it. Yeah. yeah, just brought a growler back actually from uh, the Kamikaze <laughs> Games when we were there the other day. Yeah, um, good good times. It was good times. But a funny thing about high time that you know Mammoth didn't used to distribute down to Southern California. So one time I, I we were up there and I saw a guy loading up a ton of Mammoth Brewing Company into the bed of his truck, but his license plate frame said Costa Mesa. Hmm. I'm like, oh, no way. I was like, I wonder if this is, you know, high times, because I know that's one of the only places you can get it. Asked the guy, talked to the guy. He was the owner of High Times Liquor. That's literally how he had to do it. He had to go up, drive up there, his truck, buy a ton, load it in his truck, take it home. That's You're crazy. kidding me. Yep. Damn. But I won't drink what a, that. What a rough job. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You know, you know that, they, that place has been around for 60 years, dude. Man, I, no, no, High Time Wine. Oh, High Time. 60 years. Crazy. I don't know if anybody's been down there, but uh, it's... It's a pretty big liquor store, you know. Uh, they have a huge wine selection. They have a walk-in fridge with a bunch of beers. They have those uh, rare beers that they bring from like monks make them or something like that. They have no label on the bottle. They're like real tiny bottles, maybe like twelve ounce, and they're like eighty bucks. Oof. And they only make them like once a year, so they stack them up. You know, they have like a little under lock and key. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want that hmm. one. You know what I mean? They come open it up, and here you go, man. Eighty bucks for. 12 ounces of, of beer, but I guess it's legit. You know, that's the thing about, like, beer. <clears throat> depends who makes it, how often they make it. You know, you can get people like Planet of the Elder where people always, you see it and, you know, it's hard to get and people love it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's was in uh, South America, and I remember one of the first beers I saw being made was by this guy. 
Were you in the bush? Where were you at, man? Yeah, I was in I was in the Amazon. I think is where we saw it. And uh, yeah, so you guys weren't weren't smuggling anything, were you? (laughs) Not not officially. Locked up. No, but uh, I don't know if you've seen it. They chew on corn. I don't know if it's a beer. Mm. They chew on corn and then they spit it into a bucket, and then it's just like a bunch of like mushed up corn and saliva. What? And they leave it, and it ferments. Okay. And then they drink it. I don't, yeah, I don't, so I don't so know if it's a beer or what you, that would be. Did you try it? Did you try nope. It? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a saliva mash? Yeah, it's like some saliva mash. I don't, okay. I don't know if that would be a liquor. They, I'm not sure. They, 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 <laughs> they called it a, a cerveza, but okay. But I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so Jake, that, that's let's, a let's get back beer. to you. Uh, so you don't know what what your what your first alcoholic drink should be? I do not. I was Have thinking you done some uh, research. Yeah, I was thinking like a Smirnoff Ice, maybe. <laughs> no, oh, wow. <laughs> maybe a Strongbow. I'm gonna slap those headphones right <laughs> off you right now. Wow. Uh, no, I haven't really given it too much thought. It's like um, whatever, right? Just another day, right? Another week. That's that's what it feels like. But I feel like I want to make it something Special? distinct. Yeah. Okay. Something to remember. Uncle B, what, what would you recommend for your first beer, like mm. official of age beer? You know, I get this question a lot, actually. A really? Lot, a lot of folks are like, ah, you know, I don't drink a lot of beer. You know, what do you, what do you think I would like? <laughs> you know, and uh, easiest way to start, a lot of people start with this. I mean, I, I even dabbled in it when I was, uh, you know, in, back in college in the days was uh, Hef's, Hefenweizen's. Like, um, I think I started back in the day with Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Okay. Blue Moon, and you add an orange to it. Mm. Okay. You know, it was sweet. It was light. Those wheat beers, you know, they're, they're low, low alcohol, mm. you know, really low on the, the IBUs. Uh, what, what, Uncle B, what are IBUs, man? People IBUs. that uh, still kind of getting into their, to the beer thing. Break it down. Yeah, IBUs, that's uh, international bittering units. So okay. literally mm. it's pretty much exactly what it says. The higher the number more bitter it is. You know, IPAs uh, sitting, you, you know, you can range anywhere from 50 to 9,500. You know, this, uh, this, this modern, modern times sour, you said? Is that what sour? Yeah, we're looking at a modern times sour out of San Diego, the Rowing Needles. It's got blackberry, raspberry in it. Low IBUs, 10. 10 IBUs. 10 IBUs. So, okay. yeah. And, you know, it doesn't, ne- doesn't necessarily coincide with alcohol, ABV. You know, this is only a 4.8. Okay, um, so there's mm-hmm. IBUs, mm-hmm. and there's, what's the other one you said? ABV, alcohol ABV. by volume. Alcohol by volume, okay. Mm-hmm. So what, is there like a standard, like, where most IPAs are like a certain A, what is it, A-A-P-B? ABV, <laughs> putting the ABV out. <laughs> ABV. <laughs> no, not necessarily, because, you know, for example, IPAs. We'll use that. It's one of the biggest styles of beers out right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves I, uh, IPAs. But, you know, you can range from a session IPA, you know, that's r- low IPA. Uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> low uh, ABV uh, and low IBUs mm. to once you start getting into those double and triple IPAs that, you know, that sh- some people just can't even, can't even sip them. Yeah. Well, those are the ones I love. Really? Oh, yeah. So what makes a, a pale ale? What what process does a pale ale go through? You know, it's uh, it's just it has to do with the the um, usually it's the hopping. Okay. Yeah. So when 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 the, the beer gets brewed, you know, you talk about like the hops. So the pale ale. Listen, simple. Jake. It's got more hops. 
You want to ask those kind of questions? You wait until a brewmaster gets you. <laughs> I said I wasn't an expert. I mean, I know the basics of brewery. <laughs> brewery. We, That's why it's called BS with Uncle. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I can BS you for a bit. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, um, for sure we're going to try to get some brewmasters. Um, hopefully Evan uh, from Sis Montaigne comes in here and uh, we can we can uh, beat him up a little bit on some of his recipes and how it all <laughs> works, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if anybody <clears throat> listening out there that is a brewmaster or knows somebody, hey, man, you know. Give give us a uh, send them our us, way. Yeah, send them our way, and you know we'll we'll try to get them on the show for the next one, right, Uncle B? That's right, that's right. We got we got some plans. We got some plans. Yeah. But to um to do to elaborate a little bit on that uh, pale ale, you know, <clears throat> there is a difference between that and a India pale ale. I don't know if uh, Lou remembers the story from Uncle Joe. I got my Uncle Joe from Hawaii. <laughs> big big Uncle beer Joe. fan. Big beer fan. That guy's the man. I'd love to have him on the show. Talk about traveling and drinking beers. <laughs> you better be listening, man. I got to tell you, you better be listening. I I, so. uh, um, I was talking to to Sue, uh, you know, Wild Bill's wife, uh, the one that uh, runs the Ashland Mountain Adventure shuttle. So I'm, I'm going to try to get them uh, to do a show with us on Friday down uh, well, up there in Ashland, Oregon. Perfect. So we're going we're gonna to take the show on the road and uh, get it all figured out where we can do a live show uh, in Wild Bill and Sue's uh, shop there in Ashland, Oregon. And uh, talk about all about <clears throat> how they got started dealing with like you know BLM you know and and you know keeping everybody happy and uh, you know keeping the good vibe of mountain biking up mm-hmm. in Ashland right so we're gonna be heading up there next Thursday it's gonna be a long drive but should be fun we got mm-hmm. Uncle B we got uh, my brother Smiley Danny and then uh, we got Jordan <laughs> Steyer also we're gonna we're gonna cram them all into uh, my rally van we're gonna charge Chief's going up with you. Uh, well. He's driving up with his wife. Oh, so but he'll be up there. So we're going to be camping uh, Immigrant Lake. Okay. So it should be a good time. Uh, I was talking to Sue, like I said today, and they don't know if there's going to get into rain. So there might be some rain. Mm. So Uncle B, just be prepared. Good thing I just waterproofed all my gear. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I'm ready. I love it when it rains. Yeah. All right. So more about beers, man. What well, you got? Well, shoot. I mean, you even brought up, uh, you know, mountain biking, Oregon, mm-hmm. Oregon, Oregon, for example. Yeah. You know, that's hotbed hotbed of beer and bikes okay you know uh, one 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 uh little town comes into into mind bend okay bend oregon i've never been uh personally everything i've heard about it has been amazing the the riding's fun and the breweries are amazing so mm. that's uh that's actually funny I, I pulled up a couple stats about um beer and mountain bike towns bend oregon 12 breweries in bend oregon what's We're, the population there oh i don't i couldn't tell you Ten thousand. Never been. Okay. Never been. I think it's higher than that. Okay. 50,000 people, maybe? Is, is, that a big, is it a big town? It's a medium-ish town. Medium-ish town. Yeah. Okay. I, we, we only pass through at night, but... <laughs> I know. Is, is it a sketchy town? Or you got to go through... through no. No, but we were, we were going through to Whistler <laughs> and uh, just drove straight through. Okay. Kind of kind of weird that uh, when you go to the gas station there, you, you can't pump your own gas. They got to pump it for you. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, it is really strange. I think they're the last state that uh that does that but i wonder why is there like is there a reason behind it i forget i used to know um yeah we were just up there a couple months ago and it's kind of surreal the lines start to stack up pretty quick when, uh, Full when people want gas mm-hmm. i don't know they don't they don't wash your windows but they, they pump your gas though and and uncle b you have to drink the lithium water uh when we get to ashland you were saying that it's uh it's a tradition it's kind of like when you go to hawaii where they put the lay on you Okay. So when you go up to Ashland, you got to drink the lithium water. 
Okay. As long as I'm not, uh, you know. A, a, we, we've all drank in the water, dude. What is it? Lithia water. Lithia water. Just don't look it up. Just cover your nose <laughs> and drink the water. Sounds psychedelic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a lot of LARPing there. I don't know if you guys know what LARPing is, Oh, right? I love LARPing. <laughs> LARP, LARPing. Can you guys, can you guys, uh. Jake? Live action role playing. Live. Oh, that sounds kind of kinky. I don't know if I'm <laughs> into that, bro. No, it's like we're, um. It's like knights and Jedi and oh things God. like that. Oh, they'll... so it's like Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, they role but play. They're in the parks. You know, we were up there two years ago for the race, and we see a bunch of people just like sword fighting. You know, imaginary like you know, like when you were a kid, you like you got a sword and you're kind of like battling your brother or whatever. Mm-hmm. So well, these are right. grown men, you know, doing that and uh, in the park. They actually have like costumes though, right? Yeah, and swords yeah. and. So I'm thinking there might be some kind of connection with the water and LARPing, mm. or it's like a something in the water. I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knows? But you have to drink the water. I got to drink the water. <laughs> yeah, drink the water. All right. Well, I'll make sure to have a cold beer after <laughs> to wash it down. Well, we we can always go to uh, what was it Caldera, the uh, the brewery there in Ashland. Yeah, there was a couple I saw, but Caldera I think was one of the one of the more one popular. The, yeah, ones. one of the popular ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when you're on the road, Uncle B, what's just like? If you go, let's say to <clears throat> Auburn, you know what, what? What brewery do you go up there? You know, do you have like certain spots where you go when you travel? Do you have like a certain brewery that you want to hit? Not necessarily. I try to do my research before I leave. You know, um, got to make sure to look up all the Costco gas stations first. Okay, you know that's how I travel. <laughs> yeah, keep it, keep it on the cheap, balling <laughs> on a budget around here, right? And then, uh, no, you know I. I just like to look for those local breweries, those little those little diamonds in the rough. You know, they don't got to, yeah, it's like, they don't have to be, you know, the, the highest Yelp score or got the got the most beers. But mm-hmm. I just want to give them a try, mm-hmm. you know, because every 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 brewery's got their their little identity. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, unfortunately, uh, when we were up in Auburn, <laughs> <laughs> might as well turn the whole world. Dude. We got people listening all over the world. Oh uh, shoot! Yeah, had I had a bit of an accident in Auburn. Oh. You know, you know. Uh, uh, got about thirty seconds into my race, and that stage two, right? Stage, stage one. Two. Oh, oh, was stage it stage one? Was oh, it? stage one. Yeah, you're right. That it was, was stage one. Kind yeah. of confluence trail. Yeah, that was the very first one. That's right. Mm, mm, mm. It was rough, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my accident uh, got me into a hospital instead of the brewery. So I, I was unable to go to uh, Knee Deep, uh, Moonraker. Uh, they had a couple good breweries up in Auburn that uh, are still on my list mm. that I'll, I'll be making it to eventually next year. Oh yeah. Next year. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe if I want to race that race. <laughs> hey, you know what? But you came back, dude. Like, uh, I mean, his, his accident was, was pretty gnarly. I mean, I saw it. I was like, damn. Mm. So if you guys ever, you know, just picture uh, Predator, right? Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, and oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and the monster, you know, you, and that's kind of what Brenton looked like a little bit. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty gruesome. I'm into gore. So, I, you know, I, I went with him to the hospital. I was in the ambulance. And, you know, we were there for like... Six hours in the ER until they finally got him up to uh, to the operating room. We had an ENT there, ear, ear, nose, and throat doctor. Stitched them all up, cleaned them up. Took them, what, three hours or something like that to get you all cleaned up, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, because I don't remember. That was the first time <laughs> I was there. I've never been put out. Yeah, oh, that was a trip. <laughs> but, you know, that was the best hospital to go there, you know, to go to in that, in that area. So, you know, I'm sure they, you know, they, it, you look pretty good, man. I mean, you, you still need some, some work done, right? 
teeth are teeth are pretty wrecked. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to take a look at those? The, pearl, the pearly uh, yellows pearly <laughs> right now. They're they're shifting. Yeah, they're they're not in the place they should be, but I can, I can chew some food here and there. Yeah. At least I'm off that uh, liquid diet. Hope. Yeah. Anybody want to learn how to lose weight quick? Yep. Blend all your meat up and drink it. <laughs> how did how did that taste? You know, the flavor actually wasn't terrible. Mm, you know, okay. we, I think my favorite one was a Chef Boyardee. Just throw that in the blender. Flavor's good. Okay. It's the texture. Ugh. It's the texture you got to get by. Oh, Ooh. man. Jake, I, I would recommend uh, an old-fashioned. A good old-fashioned would, would, to me, would be like a good first drink. Mm. Um, I support that. I, I want right? to say maybe, maybe like a mule. A even. mule? Yeah, because that ginger beer is going to have a little more sweetness to it. Okay. And uh, easier to go down and masks the, uh, the alcohol a little bit. Like a Moscow mule, or well, they could do multiple mules. You got Moscow mules, gonna have your vodka. You uh-huh. do Kentucky mule, bourbon. Okay. Uh, I like an Irish mule because I like my but. Irish whiskey. Uh huh. You know, so anything that's uh, gonna have that ginger beer mixed into it, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Probably go with that. Any anybody anybody uh, <laughs> any throwing us in throwing us in some info? Not, or? not yet. Not okay. yet. But either that or. Uh, Straight up tequila, man. Tequila shot, dude. Oh, just, tr- get, just get it, you know. But chilled, chilled, or class as well. Okay, with a worm in it, or <laughs> sure. Oh man, we, we, we can we can find a worm. You know, I think I think Walmart sells bait worm or something. There we go. Just you want. <laughs> I got a garden outside. I get flavor, <laughs> some texture, some texture. I remember my first oh, legal man. drink. My dad. We went to TGI Fridays. Got my got me a Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. It's a go-to classic. Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke. Can't go wrong with a Jack and Coke. Right. Yeah. So what? Uh, what's on your list again, there, Uncle B? All right, all right. Well, you know, we've been we've been bouncing around a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But um, really, I kind of wanted to talk about because you know we are all mountain bikers, mm-hmm. and we all allegedly. Oh, no, allegedly. <laughs> oh shoot. I don't know. Looking at my arm, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my bike every once in a while. Yeah. Look at I'm, and I'm, you're not, you're off your bike quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> hey man, if you ain't falling, you ain't trying hard enough. That's true. That's true. Well, I ain't here to cruise, mm-hmm. but you know, it, there's a, there's a big connection between mountain bikes and beer. Mm-hmm. You know, and craft beer more more uh, specifically. So, mm-hmm. so craft beer is. In smaller batches. Yeah, so uh, the craft so craft beer, quote unquote, um, or craft brewery, I should say, mm. is defined as um, they annually produce six million barrels or less, and that's by the Brewer Association. Mm. So anything less than that, and yeah, I mean, you guys remember the the term back in like uh, the late nineties or thousands, microbrew, mm-hmm. you know, and that that had to be adjusted because, you know, heck, I think Sierra Nevada at one point was considered a microbrew. What? Yeah. So they originally started it with a uh, two million barrels. You could be a craft brew. I mean that Sierra Nevada, for example. There's no way they make that. They're huge, mm-hmm. you know. But um, uh, there, there's always been a connection. And if you if you actually, if you actually look at it, I mean, after every ride, you know, at least at least group ride mm-hmm. for me, I'm grabbing grabbing a cold beer with the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to some of these these smaller uh, mountain bike towns. Uh, I think I, I know Moab. I think there's a there's a bike shop that has has a tap system in their bike shop. Wouldn't that be nice? If, need well, to, you know need to talk to Tony about that one. These guys are already drinking, dude. As it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you look at it like uh, you even look at some of the numerous. There's numerous beers that are named after bike terms. You know, Boulder root beer because it has their single track copper ale. Uh, Deschutes. Everybody's seen this one. Deschutes Chainbreaker. Uh, white IPA, 
you know, things like that. You, you got breweries, logos on jerseys. Uh, they sponsored teams mm-hmm. like us, you know, and events, Crafts and Cranks, you know, mm-hmm. which was a great event up in uh, Big Bear. You know what? I was kind of disappointed in, in their beer garden, to be honest with you. I, I thought it was going to I, I would have I would have liked to, to have seen like more of the local breweries involved than mm-hmm. the big stuff. You know what I mean? That to me, that's that's what it's all about. You know, like bringing yeah. bringing more of the community of breweries that are in, in the area and bring them up. You know what I mean? Instead of you know having the big dogs there. You know what I mean? It just to me that's like it kind of I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Um, Uncle B, what do you think? I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, granted, you know that. You can't hate on the big guys because they were little guys at one point, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's it's like uh, calling a band a sellout for for making a ton of money. You know what I mean? They make yeah. a good, they make a good product, but at the same time, yeah, they need to highlight a lot of the local local breweries, the smaller guys. Give them a chance. Let let, let, let their let their styles of beer, their styles of brewing, be enjoyed. Right. You know, and I agree with that hundred percent. You know, it helps the community too. You know, you know, financially, if they can they can go out there and, and you know. Show off their their product, you know. People mm-hmm. might third wanted to you know buy their buy the mm-hmm. beer and go there and you know enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it's a good opportunity too, like crafts mm-hmm. and cranks. Mm-hmm. And it sounds more craft beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what that's what I was thinking. I'm like, cool. They're gonna have like you know a bunch of local breweries there, and you know, nope. Underrepresented. I, I don't Wrong. even was was there's a uh, I don't know the exact name and I'm sorry but uh, in Big Bear there is a brewery in Big Bear I think there's one or two and I really don't even remember seeing them. No. Granted, I already had a few, so <laughs> I may have. Well, when Uncle B has a couple, you know, he's got that rosy cheeks coming in, and it's called the Asian glow. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Asian glow. <laughs> Asian glow. Any, any of the Asian listeners out there, you know full well uh-huh. how embarrassing that is. Not embarrassing. I yeah. can't say embarrassing, but um, um, it's a tell. Yeah. Uh, Pete Schumacher, he's uh, he's a gambling race team, and uh, he goes up uh, every year up up north for like a month, right? He goes all the way to Whistler, and he's I forgot what what state it is in um he was in but they do this like weekly race where it's like two bucks you race and then at the end of the race you get a beer that's pretty i love sweet. it right yeah. i love it it's for the fun it's for the love of it yeah you know you're not racing to you know to, to win all this money you know how we ain't get we aren't getting paid for this when we race <laughs> but it's, it's 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 the reward yeah it's it's really the re- the reward that you're getting uh for the, all that hard work, right? You know, well, G- Gabe Zink, he was he was watching like the pre, the pregame video uh, before we came on there, and uh, you know, I know he he packs like a little a little flask of whiskey mm-hmm. when he goes and nice, rides. So nice. you know, I remember riding with him up on a skyline. Him and another guy, Kyle, we used to go up, and they would kick our butt going up the hill. They'd pedal their full downhill bikes, Jeez, just really? standing up, cranking, no stopping the whole <laughs> oh, way up. Yeah, and they'd I'd be dying, and they'd get to the top and crack a six pack that they <laughs> had in their backpack. Yeah, I don't Bikes know how they did it. Yep. But hey, 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 we are in no way condoning riding and r- drinking, drinking and riding. Yes. Right, right. That is that's yeah. Thank you, Uncle B. That's right. And Drink, drinking and then no, no, wait. Riding, riding and then, and drinking. then drinking. There we go. All for it. <laughs> All for it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, I, I've been to a couple of these like cross races in like uh, Sea Otter, where you know they're doing the race, and then these guys are like they stick their beer out, you know what I mean? And then some of these pros grab it and then chug it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's you know, but they have like Sierra Nevada beer up there, you know. That's kind of like the the big dog beer at the 
at Sea Otter. I still love Sierra Nevada. Yeah, I think it's a good pale ale. You know, it's it's got a good hop character to it. They have Torpedo if you really want uh, some good pininess to it, but. Mm-hmm. You know they make good beer, but uh, I'm I'm happy to see that some of those pros are uh, partaking in uh, yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, you know, we're not, not taking it too seriously. I mean, heck, we always enjoy a good, uh, well, at least my rationale, recovery drink so. after after a ride. <laughs> <laughs> but does is that is, does that actually work? Who knows? I mean, you got some you got some uh, you got the 411 on that or what? Recovery <laughs> drinks uh, and biking or what? Yeah, well, I mean, I. I, I I wanted to actually find out. You know, I've always used that excuse after a, after a ride. Ah, you know what? I'm going to have a beer. It's got carbs, sugars, water. <laughs> all the good it, stuff. All the good stuff. It's perfect. You know? In liquid form. <laughs> In liquid form. And uh, I did a little research about it, you know, and, uh, and it makes sense, right? All, all those things. You know, mm-hmm. when, when we exercise, for example, you know, we're, we're losing key components. You know, we're losing fluid, electrolytes, you know, all that good stuff. Um, Our mind sometimes. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, you know what, dude? Like, uh, I ride Oaks quite a bit. Um, this week was a terrible week for me, no riding this week. But mm-hmm. uh, next week, you got to hit it hard. And uh, But when I go out, you know, I kind of do like a Irvine loop, you know, Irvine Regional Park, kind of warm up the legs and then and then go up Mountain Goat. And, uh, you know, I just try to focus on my breathing and getting to the top without stopping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, I don't think you really have anything in your mind that you're that really is important because you're just focusing on breathing and mm-hmm. not stopping. <laughs> yeah, I found that uh, breathing is a big thing for me going up and down, okay. find, especially downhill. I'd find myself holding my breath a lot. Really? Yeah. I, have you have you passed out? In, in? Never passed out, but I <laughs> <laughs> hold it until I can't and then... Then I start breathing hard. So I focus on breathing, and that kind of takes your mind away from, like, focusing on other things as well. Uh-huh. You can't really think about, you know, other stuff yeah, if you're like focusing the, just on your breathing. The current problems or whatever, yeah. you know, rough day at work is, like, you go out there and you just, you know, you check out, you know, go it's, ride. and mm-hmm. It's your escape. Yeah, you you know, you run into people, hey, you know, you start chit-chatting, and all of a sudden, like, dude, it's dark, let's go, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you guys are charging down the hill. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always a good time uh, riding around with your buddies and stuff, and I know what Docent Brewery has uh, a Wednesday Wednesday night uh, over the hump ride. I mm. think uh, um, Jeff uh, Lobby, I think uh, he he puts it on. He's uh, he kind of leads the ride there, but it's pretty cool. Like I know Sis Montaigne had a um, when they had their a brewery down in was it like um, Lake Forest area? They had a brewery there, uh, and because uh, they had two locations. And there would be like a weekly path ride where you would end at the brewery, and then everybody would just start drinking hanging beers. out. Yeah. Perfect, hanging, hanging out, and drinking beers. That's right. Perfect. Recovering. That, yeah, recovering. Recovering. Yeah, recovering. Recovering. Yeah, it's that camaraderie. But yeah, the re- the recovery aspect. I don't know if, um, as much as I like to use it as an excuse, uh, a rationale, I should say, not mm-hmm. an excuse. Um, the 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 jury's out. Jury's out. It, it, you know, it's really all in moderation, of course, as as is anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, beer beer does contain you know a couple little carbs, electrolytes, and uh, there's some uh, you know plant based key ingredients. You know, there's barley, hops, yeast. So is oh. it vegan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yes. Well, maybe yeast is technically a living thing. Uh but, I mean, mm. it's a plant kind of, right? Bacteria. Mm. Is bacteria a living thing? 
<laughs> any any vegans out there? Is beer vegan? Because I've seen vegan beer, okay, like branded as vegan beer. So I'm like, okay, is isn't all beer vegan? Right. I, I, you know, if somebody can, sure. somebody maybe give it's me just an, an extra selling point. <laughs> oh yeah, fair right. trade, fair trade, Anyone organic. Can put it on their thing, organic. but if you, that's, that's a selling point, dude. Organic, so, craft, craft, craft. The word craft yeah. is. I, I, I'm bummed. It's it's overused. Yeah. It really is. It, 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 craft coffee, craft sandwiches, mm. craft anything, yeah. craft cocktails. You know, it's it's right. blown, out, blown out of proportion now. So, uh, but there's a lot of breweries that use coffee in in the, in the beer making process, right, Uncle B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a couple go- good ones. Uh, Rogue has a uh, cold brew IPA that's actually not too bad. Um, you know, m- m- most of them you see in like stouts. Uh, porters, things like that. Those darker, darker beers, darker malty beers, okay. and man, those ones I love. Uh, I love to put on uh, vanilla ice cream. Mm. Really? Maybe that's like your first beer. Here? There we go. Beer floats. What? Well, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> when I was living out in Hawaii, and I started, uh, they have a there's a, a coconut porter from mm. um, Kona Brew. Is it Kona or Maui? I forget one of them. But I started ordering it with vanilla ice cream. Everyone at the bar is looking at me like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Ice cream and beer. I'm like, try this. Blowing minds. Yeah. Blowing minds. Give it a go. Bomb.com. Um, bomb.com. Mm. They're out in Vista. Belching Beaver Brewery does a uh, peanut butter stout. Put that on some vanilla ice cream. Psh, change your life. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Auntie Jean uh, sent in something. Oh, uh, oh. Now in Hanalei. Hanalei. Hana uh, Joe's writing on Big Island. His usual Friday... Uh, Kulanai Forest. I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, Big Island? Yeah. Sound good to me? Um, so he's, he's not tuning in right now, but Auntie is. What's up, Auntie? And uh, I guess, yeah, he, he wants everybody to know that uh, beer is the best recovery drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uncle Joe. So Uncle Joe's back, back in Hawaii? They're back in Hawaii. Dude, yeah. I was trying to get him to, uh, to, to Oregon for next week. I tried. I tried. Uncle Joe. They've man. been out here for months, man. Just driving that sprinter around. Yeah. It was, it was a good time to find him, you and Uncle Joe, man. Yeah. He's good people. Yeah. He's good people. I still have that, uh, that high, the, um, the coffee that he, he hooked me up with. Kau coffee? Try. Yeah. Next level stuff. Forget about it. Yeah, forgetting about Kona coffee. It's Kau coffee. <laughs> Kau coffee. Kau. Anybody listening to this right now, get yourself some Kau coffee from Hawaii, and you'll try it. Okay, that's where it's at. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. So, so um, Uncle B, um, break it down to us, like the different colors of beer. Like, how how does that process come about? Do you do you have a to my understanding, and, and and I need anybody to call me out. Like I said, I'm not a not an expert, but from my multiple brewery tours, that really I'm just looking for the for the beer on the tour and uh, <laughs> and minor education in it. Um, also has to do with like uh, multiple things, but malting. You know how, how the toasted malts. You know if you, you toast the malts a little bit more, you're gonna have a darker beer. Uh, things like that. And, you know, um, the lambics they take on a. Uh, like, you know, a reddish color based mm-hmm. off either the yeast or the the fruits that you add. Like this one we're having, like I said, is you know blackberry and raspberry. Okay, you know things. And, like it, that. and it's pretty cool. Like uh, flip that around real quick, Uncle. Yeah. So it it gives you the uh, the IBU, the the final gravity. Um, it kind of breaks it down to people that that um, that want to be more educated and, and kind of be up on what everything kind of like the means of what they're saying right yeah. it kind of gives you the, the rundown of what that is and then uh um obviously this this uh um sour is a blackberry raspberry 
right, with fruits and kind of gives you a breakdown of what it, what's inside. Exactly. And, you know, and that's the great thing about beer. It's approachable. You know, I hate to compare it to wine. I love wine. But, you know, breweries, brewers, they want you to know about their beer. They want you to understand it. They, you know, they're, they're open to any questions. If you're ever at a brewery, ask them about the beer. Mm-hmm. Ask them about what went into it. You know, why you, why you chose this. Why you didn't choose other things. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what made you choose this. What influences. And just pick their brains. They mm-hmm. love it. You know, because just like, and this is, this is one of the biggest things that ties the mountain bike industry to the brewery industry is the passion. Really, there's a passion both ways mm-hmm. for uh, the beer or the bikes. I, I haven't met one person that works at the path or in the bike industry who doesn't have a passion for riding bikes. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing at a brewery. I've never met it anyway. I, th- I think um, um, after a while, you might get a little, I don't know, like where you're like, eh. Not jaded. Burnt out. Uh, burnt mm-hmm. out, burnt out. M- maybe close to burnt out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you experienced that, Jake, because you work at the path bike shop. You know, no, not not really. I mean, okay, you know, some days are better than others. There, there's some Depending rough times. Depending on customers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if working at the path would pay my bills, it's not a bad job. I enjoy working there. Um, okay. And see, that's the thing. It's 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 not the the job. No. You know, yeah, you know, I, I've been in the surf industry for almost eleven years now, and yeah, you know, sometimes I get burnt out on the job, but the second I put on my wetsuit. Go out on my board. I'm, I'm back in the game. Start, start drinking some contaminated water. Hey, keeps me healthy, right? <laughs> never, Builds up immunity. Never had a day where I regret riding my bike or going out yeah, after a yeah. ride. You know, it's never yeah. like I regret I, I read something on, uh, on Facebook. Some guy wrote something down about how people get to the point where they, um, they, they just fall out of love for, for biking. And it it just takes another spark for them to to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it, it can happen yeah. to people. You, it's kind of a seasonal thing. Like, you know, um, you're, you're into you're into something, and then you kind of out of it, and then you know something might spark it where you come back into something. Yeah, I mean, I kind of experienced that a little after I stopped racing, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't really. It almost became a job at, at some point when mm-hmm. I when I was racing, and I uh, didn't really enjoy it anymore it was a it was more of a more of a chore than a mm-hmm. oh oh cracking another hey, one apologies i don't see i love i love that sound <laughs> i'll tell you what the crackling that's right so well, what, what do we got here uncle b you know we got from one of our uh our sponsors right here sis montaigne brewery okay you know they're what out of santa Ana. yeah out yeah, of santa, santa Ana, right off of warner and uh good guys there they, they, they call it their tasting room so they have a bunch of beers on tap there and then uh, when you kind of go, you, you enter that building there, it's kind of, it's behind the Pet Boys. So just, if you're in the Pet Boys area, just go to the back. There's some signage there now up front. And um, they have their, their barrels where they do all their, their sour beers, you know, in the back. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a like a, a gate there and, and uh, you can hang out there and play, was it? Bunghole, <laughs> cornhole, cornhole, yeah, there, sorry. bunghole, <laughs> cornhole. Sorry, man. that's the best thing I've heard all night. Corn, I, might, corn. I might have to call it bunghole from now on. Want to go play some bunghole behind the Pep Boys? <laughs> if, some, if, if some stranger tells you that, uh, I would say don't do it. Uh, <laughs> I would hide the stranger danger. Stranger danger. Right there, stranger yeah. Danger. So this is the. Uh, um, 
The citizen. Citizen California logger. Mm-hmm. So I remember we were talking about what did, what did you learn today? Uh, acronyms. They're right there. On IBU. The can. IBU. What's that mean? Um, uh, I don't know. International. Um, um, I don't know. An, an, an IPA Damn, is really. This, this was a quiz? <laughs> bittering. Bittering. Oh, bittering oh, units. Bittering units. Yeah. Yes. A 45. IB, 45. Is that good? It's right. That's middle of the road. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Okay. That's, to me, that's pretty low. You know, like okay. I said, because I like those, I like those hoppier IPAs. So, that, uh, so, you, so you want yours like at an eighty or a hundred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. I forget what big I is, but you know, you, we've upped it to a six percent from the four point eight. But once again, that doesn't really play into it too, that, mu- the too much. Too much. Too much. Six percent. And then uh, what is S- SRM? What is that? SRM six point five. I should probably know this. Yeah, you should know that. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey. Hey. Anyways, it's six point five. Hey, right on. We got a six point five. We're gonna have to bring Evan on the show and, and kind of break it down for us. That's but you know what's pretty cool about the tasting room is that you can you go in there and you can get like a what do you call that where you can you get like a sample flight a flight mm-hmm. right and then they just kind of pour you a little bit of of their most popular beers or how does that work? So that's the first thing I do when I go to any brewery because uh, that you choose it you choose your flight. You know, say there's you know, there's there's ten ten beers on their tap board. Okay. Um, you know, and you, your flight is usually usually six, uh, and uh, I I like to choose the wide array, and 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 you got got to get it in order. You know, if you're going to start light or start it with your pilsner, your lager, and then move into your reds, your IPAs, and then I always like to. That's how I like to do it personally, and then I like to end with the stouts and porters. Mm. You know, so I get a little bit of a little bit of everything of what that brewery has to offer, and mm-hmm. then after having that, cool. Now I can make a decision on what I'd like for a pint. So maybe there you go, Jake. Maybe you got to go do it and go get go a to, flight. Go to you know Sis Montaigne or, or mm-hmm. another local brewery in your area and, and get a flight. Uh, that uh, sounds like a plan. When, uh, when's your birthday? October fifth, so next Thursday. Are you gonna, are you going to be gone already? Sorry, we're going to be on the road. Yeah, sure. you guys are going to be out of here. Dang. When yeah. when are you leaving Italy? Uh, the 11th, so the following oh, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you got this, dude. Go to a brewery, get yourself a flight. Where do you live? I live in Corona, so not super close by. There's got to be some good breweries out there. Yeah, I think there's some in, like, downtown Riverside. Oh, area. yeah. There's yeah, be. Riverside. Well, I mean, if you go to, oh, no, Redlands, that's too far. That's Hangar 24. Okay. Actually, there is one in Redlands. Dang it. I forgot the name of it, though. But uh, that's the thing with now. There's just, there's there's breweries all over the place. Yeah, you know. And I did, uh, however, unfortunately, read a read a uh, article that, uh, pardon the pun, but uh, is the craft beer industry tapped out? Uh, is there too many? What do you, What do you think about that, Uncle B? <sighs> there's a lot of choices. There's a lot of choices, and everyone's doing something different. But that's the difficult part: is how do you differentiate yourself in the marketplace? When there's so many, so many things out there, which mm-hmm. is why, <clears throat> you know, the market got saturated with IPAs over the last few years. And I love IPAs, but there's only so many so piney can... or citrusy IPAs I can have, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why the sours, because the sours can be so different, so different. Uh, you can do so many different things with it, um, you know, when they're, when they're, uh, when they add all those, those yeast and the bacteria. Some people leave, leave that wide open to the open air. And that affects the, the, the flavor, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you, ate, you fermented in different barrels. That'll change the flavor. You know, there's so many little different things. I'm granted you could do that with other beers, but it takes on a very different flavor profile mm-hmm. for sure. So I, I think, it, you know, there might be an oversaturation of like breweries. Yeah. 
because now everybody's fighting for that for the same customer you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, so i don't they can't know. sustain themselves because i don't know much. man you know um i know there's there's been a lot of well not a lot but there's been some breweries that they had a you know couldn't hang close the doors yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah, that, that could be that could be part of it is that there's way too many and you know you just kind of just start you're you're all fighting for the same for the same customer you know what i mean like go here go there you know what i mean and they're gonna find their their happy spot and that's it it's kind of like a bike shop you know yeah. there's people that sh- they go from one bike shop to another bike shop to another bike shop until they they settle on which one they like you know with, mm-hmm. with, whether it's like the customer customer service whether it's the 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 bike selection, whether it's like the inventory that they have, mm-hmm. um, area you know, of expertise, maybe. area of expertise, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I think that's what draws a lot of people to the path in particular, and mm-hmm. that's what drove me to work there instead of like Jensen's or something that was a lot closer to my house. Yeah, because I had been up in Santa Barbara working at a shop, and we worked on I'd do maybe like three or four tube changes a day, and it was all like college town bikes. Okay, and it was really frustrating because those bikes are not not made well and uh not my passion my in particular 90, my 99 dollars schwinn uh, yeah yeah they want to know why it's going to cost hey, 300 bucks hey, hey, don't hate on the murray their, son <laughs> their hundred dollar bike but um yeah so that's why i worked there is because i knew the kinds of bikes they were working on uh, did you ever get customers like hey can you just patch my tube Oh yeah, and, and then you and you take the oh yeah <laughs> what <laughs> you, you take the tube out of the tire and it's got like already twelve patches in it yeah and no <laughs> yeah no you tell him yeah a new tube's like eight bucks and he's like yeah but can't you just patch this one uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't even know that was a thing I did not know you patched tubes <laughs> yeah. hey man yeah, I mean, well, back in, in well, back in the budget, day bro. when you're on a budget you got to do what you got to do bro man. it's called Amazon Prime get on it <laughs> back in the day bro. I mean, that it's was called a big tra- five trail side that thing right there. <laughs> What's that, Jake? It had to patch tires trail side. Trail side, Back yeah. in the day before yeah. tubeless was big. Yeah. So how'd you do that? Dollar? A wrapper? Well, I mean, wrapper? I mean, patch tubes, rather. Oh, okay. You'd have to carry a little patch kit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's yeah. a pain in the butt. Half the time it worked. <laughs> you got to do what you do. Walk down the hill. You, you know what's funny is uh, my brother, um, he doesn't carry anything when he goes on a ride dude. blows my mind not <laughs> like, even knee pads for gnarly no, stuff no knee pads <laughs> you know if, if the full face required he'll, he'll wear the full face if knee pads are required then he'll do it he'll go ride oaks you know um with no like nothing dude like no Just easy, a water bottle yeah water bottle and that's it dude he's yeah. got a fanny pack you know full of stuff you know i i, I packed it for him you know it's got a derailleur cable it's got a uh a spare Derailleur hanger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got uh, CO two. It's got little little tube of stand sealant. You know, it's got some nutritional stuff and multi tool, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And sounds like my emergency preparedness kit back in <laughs> elementary school. I was ready. Got a couple chewy bars in there. <laughs> yeah. And but he doesn't doesn't bring it. He doesn't bring it, dude. Mm. I'm like Danny. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, man? Like oh, I'll just walk. I'm like, oh my god, are you <laughs> kidding me, dude? Yeah, that's got... his me time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I very rarely. I mean, if we're doing like a long eight hour ride or something, I'll bring a camel back mm-hmm. or a fanny pack or something. But I love my fanny pack. It's uh, it's handmade. Oh wow! Uh, really? Pinch flat, pinch, uh, pinch flat designs. He all he makes them by hand. It's waterproof. You pick the color that you want. 
um, and it it carries everything and then some of what I need in, in my uh, my fanny pack. That's pretty sweet. Pink Flat Designs. I don't think he's got a website, but I know they're on Facebook. Hmm. He's on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, I love mine, dude. Mine's solid. It uh, it works great, and you know you're supporting small business. You yeah. know maybe that's one of the cool things about beer, is that you're supporting small business instead of like giving it to the the bigger companies like Anheuser Busch or yep. wh- you know whoever's out there. You know what I mean. And I, I know that uh, I have a neighbor that he's he's in he works for uh, Harbor Distribution, so they the beer big a big beer distributor, and um, <clears throat> he was telling me that um, a lot of these big bigger companies are buying some of the smaller craft because they want to get into that game mm. of the craft beer. Yep. Couple you know? couple years ago, Constellation bought Ballast Point. Okay. Anybody get anybody got a guess here? How much? Uh, you know, um, I know. The guy, one of the guys at Constellation. So Dan, Dan's a buddy of his. And okay. He, you know, he, um, anyways, he's a cool dude. But a, a billion dollars with, with a, a B. B, with a B. No, one bill right here. This this company, Ballast Point. Ballast Point. Constellation bought Ballast Point for one billion dollars. Billion dollars. That is insane. Like, that, that goes to show you that the industry that we're in with with, with alcohol. I mean, it's it's a multi. That's what is it, trillion or billion dollars? I mean, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, shoot, it's one of the oldest beverages, coffee and and uh, and beer. Beer. One of the yeah. old, some of the oldest beverages. But it is funny that you bring up like that that, that uh, you know the small the small the small I I lose some words right now. The uh, three thousand BC was uh, when they started doing beer. Is that some it? That some three thousand BC yeah, before Christ. China, China, mm-hmm. China was the first beer. Really? And that, I'm not just saying that because hey. I would shame Ramory if I if I did not know. <laughs> okay, this is Iran here, but that's Wikipedia. Um, but you don't like like like, like Lavar Burton said. You don't take my word for it. You can remember <laughs> reading, reading, reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow, <laughs> Jake. You know that I'm was on? just towards the end of my time. Jo- Jordy LaForge. Do you know? Do you know that? <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, you know LeVar Burton, dude, you got to take my word for it. He oh, was a guy man. from the Star Trek or Star That's Wars? That's Jordan LaForge. Is, is that his name? Yeah, I, don't, with, I never with, knew with, his with, name, with, bro. With, but with the glasses. Or the, the, the rainbow, man. Damn, man. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. Um, so, we're, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up our Be on the Bike with Big Lou and Uncle B mm. and Jake from State Farm. Jake, Jake from, from the Path. Hey Jake, and so uh, <laughs> we got to come up with a good nickname for you, man. Good I mean, nickname. Yeah, you got you got a nickname, Jake? Um, not, <laughs> not, not really. Uh, I mean, spleenless. <laughs> spleenless. But it, yeah, but it's, it's not it's not a real good call name. You yeah, know? yeah, you got to come up with a good call name. If you're gonna yeah. be coming on the show, man, you know, like we got Uncle B right here. Mm. Uncle B. I'm Big Lou. Big Lou. Listening to Hits101Radio.com. Lil J. L- Lil J. <laughs> I feel like you got to bust, bust a rapper. flow right now. <laughs> Are you going you know, to rap for us? Yeah, my, my freestyle game's on. All right, let's do it. I'll drop beat for you right now. We'll let's make do this right, happen. I'm, I'm not ready. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Let's do it, man. I, <laughs> Come on. There it is. There it is. Come on. <laughs> yeah. On Beyond the Bike with Lou and Uncle B. Talking about beers, talking about spirits. I got nothing. <laughs> My rap career is not, uh, not taking off anytime soon. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to end the show. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Beyond the Bike with Big Lou and Uncle B and uh, Jake. Jake. Lil J. We'll work on Lil it. Lil J, uh, the freestyle rapper. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you guys can also tune in on uh, SoundCloud. 
also on iTunes and Google Play because we're going to be turning this into a podcast uh, come Monday. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Peace. Later. Bye, Uncle Gene. Into Gene.